You're listening to The Journey Podcast. The ancient Indian medicinal system called Ayurveda originated over 3,000 years ago. How is it related to holistic healing? Find out more in today's episode. Hi, I'm Petra Brunbauer, and with decades of experience with sadness, pain, anxiety, and stress, I finally figured out how to leave all that behind. And this podcast shows you how to break free permanently so you can reclaim your sanity and find the self-esteem and energy to go after the life you desire. With real talk about mental health, holistic healing, and the tough journey of coming out the other end, this is The Journey Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. Today is part of Mental Illness Awareness Week in the U.S., The theme this year is Back to Basics. And for this bonus episode, I interviewed an international Ayurveda and wellness expert about holistic healing. Whole body healing, or the consideration of body and mind in healing, is often forgotten in favor of just patching up physical symptoms. The ancient Indian medicinal system of Ayurveda takes a different approach. Gauri Janarkar is an author international keynote speaker, and a nutrition, Ayurveda, and wellness expert. She's the founder, director of Ayur Nutrition, an integrative practice combining the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda with modern nutrition. Gauri is a classically trained Vaidya Panchakarma specialist and has more than 20 years of experience in the field of Ayurveda. She earned her Ayurvedic medicine degree from the University of Mumbai, She also holds a Master of Science degree in Nutrition from Texas Women's University. She's a dedicated nutrition professional with over 16 years of experience as a registered dietitian nutritionist and over 13 years of experience as a certified diabetes educator. She has co-authored two books, A Primer on Ayurveda, A Practical Guide, and Ayurveda and Yoga, A Path to Health and Healing, now published on Amazon. She has co-authored an e-course, Primer on Ayurvedic Nutrition, designed for dietitians, nutritionists, and healthcare professionals. Gori is the host of wellness show Wellness Bites with Gori on YouTube and also has a podcast. She's a highly acclaimed speaker and has presented at international and local conferences on Ayurveda and nutrition to physicians, dietitians, and healthcare professionals. Gori believes that mind and body have a profound effect on each other. She loves to educate people in choosing the right foods and lifestyle tools, using Ayurveda and nutrition to nourish the body and mind to create a positive impact on health and wellness. Let's meet Gori Janarkar. Hi, Gori. It's so great to have you on the podcast. I'm very excited to have you on the podcast today because Ayurveda is so amazing for holistic healing. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Petra. And I'm really excited to talk more about Ayurveda today. Yes, absolutely. So to start, do you want to share a little bit about yourself and how you got into this work? 
Sure, Petra. So I grew up in Mumbai, India, and you know, growing up, we grew up with Ayurveda. So I remember that I was helping my mom with the cooking, and she asked me to cut some vegetables. And I was cutting some vegetables, and I had a small cut. And then my mom said, "You know what? Don't worry about it. Just go and wash your hands, and take a pinch of turmeric, and just dab it on the cut." And I kept wondering, you know, how is something as simple as turmeric is going to really help me with healing that cut? So I just followed my mom's instructions. You know, followed. I washed my hands, just took a dab of a pinch of turmeric, and just dabbed it on the cut. And after a couple of days, I found that you know the cut was completely healed, and I was so astonished that you know something that is so simple. Something that's easy that you find in our kitchen can be used for healing, and that increased my curiosity more about Ayurveda. And my mom explained a lot about you know different spices and what some of the health benefits are, and how we can use some of these spices, and how some of these spices actually help with the health and wellness. And that's when I wanted to learn more about Ayurveda, and I got my formal education. into ayurveda which is you know a bachelor of ayurvedic medicine so i was trained as an ayurvedic physician in india and after that when i came to the united states i got my masters in nutrition i became a registered licensed dietitian i worked in the hospitals for quite a long time and that's when i started thinking is that only if lot of these people knew how to use some of this holistic health to help themselves and help improve their health and wellness better then a lot of these you know chronic diseases can be prevented ahead of time and that's where i got started with um, ayur nutrition which is like an integrative wellness practice where we integrate the ancient wisdom of ayurveda with modern nutrition Wow, that's a fantastic journey on how you came to work with Ayurveda. And Ayurveda is a very ancient tradition and it encompasses a lot of different things. Can you explain a little bit about what Ayurveda really is? Sure. So Ayurveda is a very ancient healing system that developed in India like more than 5000 years ago. and ayurveda the basic when you think about the gist of ayurveda it's made up of two words called ayur which is life and veda is science so ayurveda essentially stands for science of life and ayurveda is very holistic in sense that it focuses on the whole person approach ayurveda focuses on a more personalized and individualized approach to a person's health and wellness based on a person's doshas or body type so everything becomes very very personalized and more aligned for a person according to what he really needs so it's very individualistic when you work with people with ayurveda then absolutely absolutely so everything is you know whenever we see a patient we see a client is again becomes very personalized to based on you know what is that person's doshas or the body type how is the person's you know digestion how is the doshas you know balance and things at that point of time what are the imbalances that we can figure out and again what are the things that we can help this person to bring those doshas back into balance back into alignment wow and is there a proven link between holistic health and healing and mental health and gut health as well and how does ayurveda address or incorporate gut health in the body 
So in Ayurveda, we believe that what affects the body affects the mind and what affects the mind affects the body. So we believe everything is through our gut, our health, our wellness, our immunity, everything through our gut. So in Ayurveda, we say we are what we digest and we are as strong as our Agni, which is our digestion or digestive power. So as long our Agni is functioning really well, our digestion is functioning well, we are able to digest the foods correctly, we are able to absorb the nutrients correctly, we are able to assimilate those nutrients, and we are actually able to build those building blocks that our body needs to maintain a healthy body and mind. Yeah, that is fantastic that you incorporate that because a lot of different programs and approaches, I find they separate the mind and the body and don't look at it as one holistic system. So that's great that Ayurveda actually considers that and works with that in one go. And can you use Ayurveda to address things like anxiety or stress? Is there anything in what you practice that can help with that? Absolutely. So then Ayurveda, not only to the food, will actually have a good impact on the mind and body, but also there are different Ayurvedic therapies, such as Abhyanga, which is like a self-massage, which actually helps to reduce stress levels, reduce cortisol levels. And what we find in today's lifestyle, one of the biggest triggers is stress. So if we are able to address stress, that we are able to calm ourselves down, you know, even as simple as Abhyanga, which is like a self-massage. And it doesn't have to be like a very long massage. It can be just 10 to 15 minutes. You know, you can use the oil that, you know, which is more suited to you. Just take a few drops and apply it on your body, just like you would apply, you know, like a lotion. And let the body absorb it, our skin absorb it, and then you take a warm shower. And when you have a little more time on the weekends, then you can take a little more time to actually massage that oil really well in the body. And what we find is not only it helps with bringing, bringing down any cortisol levels or stress levels, but also it helps with, again, adding more luster to the skin, improving the tone of the muscles overall. And again, it's a great help with also the immunity in the body as well. And you mentioned spices before, and you also now mentioned oil and self-massages. Are there any other components to Ayurveda that you can tell our listeners about? Sure. So when it comes to the spices in Ayurveda, we believe the spices have different health properties. So there are two kinds of spices we find. There are some spices which are considered warming, which actually help the digestion. There are some spices which are considered more cooling. And depending upon the season, Ayurveda believes that the doshas get out of balance in different seasons. So for example, right now it's summer, so we see that everything is more hot and you know around and what we say, pitta increases in the body. So we want to have food that are more cooling in nature. We want to have spices which are more cooling in nature. So some of the examples of the cooling spices are you know you have cumin, you have coriander. We have green cardamom. In winter, on the contrary, we find that you know the environment around is more cold, and we need things that are considered that are actually increase the warmth in the body. So we want to use more warming spices. So some of the examples of these can be: you have black pepper, you have ginger, you have garlic. You know these are considered more of your warming spices as well. But then when it comes to the oils, it's the same thing as well that we believe that we want to have different oils which are more in alignment with your body type. So, for example, you know, coconut oil is considered more cooling. 
And if you're doing an abhyanga, which is your self-massage, since it's more hot, you want to use more of the cooling oil, something like your coconut oil. In winter, where it's more, the environment is more cold and you want to increase more warmth in the body, you want to use a warming oil such as a sesame oil, which creates more warmth in the body. So that's how Ayurveda makes everything more, you know, more individualized and personalized based on a person's body type or the dosha type. Mm, wow. And does Ayurveda include things outside of self-massage? Are there any other techniques that you use with Ayurveda? Or is it mainly the spices and the oils and the nutrition? So in Ayurveda, actually, there are a lot more different therapies that I use. They come under something called as a panchagarma, which is considered like, you know, you're cleansing your body, you're detoxing your body. So there are different other therapies. You have, I explained about Apyanga, which is a self-massage. And there is the Shirodhara, where you have, you know, the oil on a third eye going with, and that actually helps a lot with stress management and sleep and things. Then there's some more different types of massage called as Udvartan, which is a dry powder massage and things. We have different kinds of combination of massages called the portly massage and things. So there are different therapies that are used in Ayurveda and that becomes more what you call personalized based on what the needs of the person are. And again, you know, which the different doshas are out of balance and what are some of these different therapies that actually help or bring, you know, doshas back into balance. Mm -hmm. That sounds great. And again, I love how individual the treatment is and what you're putting together for your clients. I love that about Ayurveda. And I'm curious, do you combine Ayurveda with other methods or techniques as well? I've read that it can be combined, for example, with yoga or other things. Do you do that as well? Absolutely. So Ayurveda, I usually combine it or integrate it with modern nutrition. So a lot of times I will integrate that, you know, for people who are looking more into an integrative approach, getting what I say, the best of, you know, both worlds, East meets West approach. So we integrate, you know, the Ayurvedic foods, you know, try to align, try to find out what a person's dosha type is. And with modern nutrition, how we can use some of those foods is, again and make it more personalized for a person's body type as well. A lot of times I will also include some of these stress management techniques, you know, for example, you know, you have the yogic breathing and things. These also I will combine as part of the stress management and things as well. Mm-hmm. That's great. I do love the combination with yoga as well. That sounds fantastic. And what kind of clients do you usually work with? And what challenges do you mostly find that they come to you with? So I work with a variety of clients, but see a lot of clients who have, you know, issues with gut health. I see a lot of clients, especially women with, you know, if they have any hormone issues and things as well, you know, weight management. I see a lot of clients, especially for diabetes as well. So there is like, I say a variety, but if I have to classify of the clients that I see most, uh, definitely gut health, diabetes, a lot of the women, hormonal changes and things. So all these will, I would classify in these three basic categories. Mm -hmm. And I find that all of those things that you just mentioned, so the gut health, the hormonal changes, all of that really ties back to mental health. And that does affect us, especially as women, for going through menopause, for example. That can have a really big effect on our mental health. 
So I find that Ayurveda can be applied in so many different situations and help with so many different things, which is really great. And it's a holistic approach. So we are talking about a completely holistic and natural approach to healing the body. So that's very amazing. Mm -hmm. And if our listeners are curious now and they wanted to try something to do with Ayurveda, is there one tip or maybe a short little recipe or something that you could tell them about that they could try today? Absolutely, absolutely. So one thing I can definitely tell you, one tip I want to definitely focus on is Ayurveda really talks about including foods according to different seasons. So it's very important that, you know, the one way to look at different foods in different seasons is go to your grocery store and look at different fruits and different vegetables are going to be more in abundance or you're going to see more of those coming in. So, for example, right now we're seeing more of, you know, watermelon, more of the fruits which have more of the water content in them. If you think more of the summer squash and things. So include those in your food so that, you know, body has, body is able to create that balance as well. And a very simple tea, if you guys want to try it, is, you know, these are, you can use three simple ingredients for that. These are three different spices that it, you can usually find it very easily. And these are your cooling spices, which is your coriander. You have cumin. And the third one is fennel. And these are, you can find it very easily in the grocery store. So a way to use them in a tea is that, let's say, for example, you're using, if you can, an eight ounces of water, which is like a cup of water. And to that, you would add, like, you would say a pinch of fennel seeds, a pinch of cumin seeds, a pinch of your coriander seeds, all in the same ratio. You can boil it for a couple of minutes and then basically filter it out. And that tea, make sure that you're not drinking it very hot, especially in summer, and bring it down to room temperature, and then you can sip it, or you can sip it at more, what I say, is lukewarm. In winter, you want to have a more, what do you call, a hot tea. Then you can have something which is, in the same tea, you can have it more, which is more hot at that point of time. But right now, something as simple as this three ingredient, or what I call the three spice tea, you can easily have it. You can sip it, have it with your meals or in between meals. You want to have something, you can do that as well. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's a great and quick recipe as well. And if you drink this tea, what does it do in your body? So one, as I said, this is considered the spices we are using is again cooling spices. So it helps with a lot of the heat in the body. And second thing, it's great for digestion as well. So especially if you're feeling any bloating and things as well, you know, it's, let's say you've come back from a party and, you know, you feel that you're really feeling really stuffy and stuff. So just making this simple tea actually helps with any digestion or any bloating and things as well. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. I'm going to have to try that <laughs> when we're done the episode. I'll go and try that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And Gori, could you go over some of your programs and services that you offer so listeners can get a feel for how they could connect with you in their healing journey? Sure, absolutely. So we do offer Ayurveda consults. We do offer nutrition consults. We also offer integrative diabetes program. We offer integrative weight management program. We also exclusively offer an Ayurveda wellness program as well. We do a lot of you know, corporate wellness, do a lot of lunch and learns, cooking demos, 
lot of equity workshops as well, different courses and things as well. And the best way that, you know, the clients or the listeners, they can connect with us, they can go to our website, which is www.iunutrition.com. And if you'd like to schedule a free discovery call with us, there's an option where you can actually connect with us via that free discovery call as well. Or you can send us an email or give us a call at 972-999-0203. Do follow us on Facebook and Instagram as well. Perfect. Thank you so much for that. And a quick question for you. Do you offer these programs and services in person only? Or can our listeners also work with you online? So currently, we are offering all our programs online virtually only. Great. Yeah, that makes it really easy for people to connect and also for people all over the world to find you and work with you. That's amazing. And Gori also has her own podcast and YouTube channel, and both are called Wellness Bites with Gori. And you can listen to the podcast from your favorite podcast provider And we will be linking to all of Gori's offerings in the show notes as well. So we will have the phone number, the website links, links to the programs, courses, and social media all in the show notes for you. Well, this has been another incredible episode. And I really hope our listeners have enjoyed the journey into the ancient practice of Ayurveda as much as I have. It has been fantastic chatting with you, Gori. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, uh, Petra, and I hope that this will create more awareness about Ayurveda. Yes, I hope so too. I really hope that our listeners find that some of the Ayurveda ingredients are actually very easily accessible and may also be things that they already have at home or in their own kitchen, so they could start with that. And I really hope that there's going to be a great interest in Ayurveda, and hopefully you get lots of connects as well. So thank you so much and take care, Gori. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. If you enjoy the Journey podcast, please subscribe, share on social media and leave us a review. And be sure to get your copy of our brand new ebook called Break Free. Sending you love and courage and see you next week. Until then, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and the Journey blog.